Yo, mic check one, mic check two. Let's get this thing going. Best way possible. We about to get it going one way or another. Really appreciate everybody that jumped in. Yo, come on. morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Still setting up over here. We got it going right, right? We do. Y'all continue to hit that subscribe button. Share this thing. Let a friend, neighbor, phone know where to go when they want to tune in to Cowboys Sports Talk and beyond. My name is Law Nation. That's L-A-W Nation. Um, first thing out, out the door, I, I know that a lot of people, uh, look at this team and say, well, it is what it is at this point, Law. I mean, we have not been really, uh, winning Super Bowls as of lately. And, and I can get that. And, and, and a lot of times people look at this team and say, well, if we get one or two pieces, this would happen and that would happen. But the known constant was on this particular team when you look back at everything, it's defense. The the variable that's been missing or the, the the key ingredient that's been missing, that's a better way to say it, by the way. The key ingredient that's been missing uh, is the interior uh, defense there. And if you look at the uh, picture, of course, I have an outside edge rusher guy and I, and I have a, a Slayton big boy inside interior guy as well as um, uh, a three-tech. You know, those are different – areas of the defense that we can probably look into in this particular draft heading into the 2021 season. But, but when we look at everything and we say to ourselves, okay, you know, the team will still draft offense and we'll look at the offense and we'll think that, Hey, this is an offensive driven lead and these sorts of things, which is right. They bent and shaped rules to fit the offense because offense is what's sexy. You know, everybody loved the touchdowns, just like in baseball. Everyone loves the home run, right? But I come here to tell you, even in a fight, you better know how to do some defense. It, it matters not how much the person got you in the corner welling on you, but you better figure out how to do a counter. And and that is equivalent of what the Cowboys been up against. I'm quite sure. I'm quite sure if we had some playmakers on defense way back in 2014, we beat the we beat the uh, well not the Patriots but we beat the Packers I meant to say. Aaron Rodgers had one leg, and uh, we can go back and forth with the catch no catch. But Aaron Rodgers, collectively speaking, had one leg, and all you needed to do is get to the quarterback. We couldn't find a way to get there. Oh, and a great correlation to defense as well is being able to run the ball. That helps out and aids the defense, right? time of possessions, things like that. Controlling that area of the field is a very important thing. And, and we thought that we were able to do that. And, and this is just me just speaking facts to you all. A lot of times people get caught up in the stats, but it's not about the stats as it relates to defense. Defense travel, but you need the pivotal moments and those pivotal moments to take the ball away, to give it back to your offense. That's the name of the game, really. Make it a short area of the field for your offense. I'm come here to tell you that, guys. I bet you my bottom dollar, Pat Mahomes wouldn't have had a Super Bowl ring. 
if it wasn't for a turnover, a takeaway from last year's game, and the ability to stop the run. The 49ers, red hot going into the playoffs, going into the Super Bowl as, as it relates to running the rock. So defense, it's got to be a discipline factor on the defensive side of the coin. You got to be able to stop. Look, everybody who played football, everybody who played football or seen football in a long extent of time, they all know coaches walk into the meeting and say, we must stop the run. But the team don't, we must stop the run. But the team don't run, we must stop the run, establish, the, establish that part of the field that, that we coming in with tenacity and we coming in with aggressions. We coming in telling them that they gonna, they, they, they can't run it. You can pass it, but you're not going to run it on us. And everybody knows if you're getting blown out, you will prefer to get blown out by the pass via being demoralized against the run. Because when you run, they coming down. They coming downhill at you. They knocking you over and they telling you, hey, you're my baby. And that's the PG-13 version. But you guys can substitute the other word. Nobody want to get ran out of town. And that's what happened to us when we played against the L.A. Rams. We couldn't stop the run. We couldn't stop it. No matter what we looked at it, we had um, a number 51. I forgot his name. I think his name was Reed. They folded him up like a lawn chair. It was so bad. Of course, Antoine Woods, he folded up like a wallet as well. And this is just me peeling back <laughs> the reality for everybody. It, it doesn't matter. We could have had. We could have put up 50 points. But they had the key edge of it by running the ball at will. People who play, look, you got backside and you're coming downhill and then uh, you see somebody coming at you full speed. You're sitting there like, I got to make a business decision. And that's what the Cowboys did. <laughs> they was getting ran through like a harlot. I was going to use another word, but they're getting ran through. <laughs> Couldn't stop the run. So what happened with this team in 2019? What happened with this team in 2020? Couldn't stop the run. We couldn't stop the run, baby. And all I'm saying is we need to look at this 2021, and we got to look at it like this. We got to be able to stop the run, and we got to be able to get turnovers and takeaways. Don't look at, oh, you got to be number five defense. That's not what law is saying. You got to be number three overall defense. That's not what law is saying. What law is saying is that you got to have somebody to, number one, set the tone in the identity. Meaning that you can run on other teams, but when you come over here to Dallas, you ain't running. Who running? Who running? <laughs> you remember that song? <laughs> Y'all ain't running over here, baby. We got to have that. Make a team one-dimensional. On the flip side, of course, give a short area of the field for the quarterback, the offense, Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard to score when it's needed and necessary, right? We got to have that. Let's take our emotions out of it. Let's take our feelings out of it and look at it like this. Regardless of what 2021 will exemplify and exude and exhibits, we got to be able to say, okay, you can, you can, you can run on other teams, but I'd be dog if you run 300 yards on us. 250 yards on us, 200 yards on us. 
you got to play sound, disciplined football. No hero ball. Nobody sitting out there saying, okay, look at me. Ashaniqua, Pookie, Ray Ray, Kamika, look at me. I'm on TV, baby. I made that play. <laughs> like my boy, Tupac. I made a G today, but you made it in a sleazy way, right? <laughs> you know, you got to play disciplined football. Disciplined football teams go longer. And I know it's a different era, but I come here to tell you guys, in the early 2000s, there was a team called the greatest show on turf. I mean, they had all of the offense powers that you can think of. And then till they met up and they ran up against a team that played disciplined football. They couldn't score when it was necessary. You guys can do your homework and let me know what team that was, didn't they? what they faced it. And then the blueprint was out. Just like that, team dismantled. No more greatest show on turf. I digress. Yeah, Lugo says 3-6 Mafia. Let me put your stuff up here on the screen, though. I really appreciate everybody that's tuned in. My name is Law Nation again. Uh, just be sure that most of these things, just my opinions. There's no facts to it, right? It's just my opinions. Don't get all butthurt. People be taking it too serious. No, it is what it is. And somehow, one way or another, people value my opinion. Let me put it up here. And I value you guys' feedback. And that's just how this thing goes. Uh, Law is saying, have a formidable run-stopping defense. This is Asmodeus. Yeah, yep, yep, that's what, exactly what I'm saying. Asmodeus, my dog. And that's all I'm saying. You got to have a formidable defense. Because when people say defense matter, people begin to look at one side of it, right? People begin to look at it, well, such and such team won a Super Bowl. There was number there was number thirty four or thirty first. I meant to say, and such and such won a Super Bowl. There was top twenty five or or fifteen. But look at every category. You got so many categories in defense. The craziest thing of it all is that defense. You can be you can be a horrible team first three weeks for first four weeks. Look, I, I put it like this: in real life, real life football. You could be flying around doing all what you can while it's warm. But, baby, when it get cold outside, all of that flying around and running around, and you get hit, it feel like it's a ton of bricks ten times more when it when that weather changed. Or oh, you were doing all of that stuff when it was warm. Or oh, you was hot. But when it got cold and everything condenses, the field is slippery. Oh, all of that cute offense stuff. Oh, guess what? It didn't travel. Defense travel, baby. <laughs> it doesn't matter what the environment is. When you have a disciplined nature football mind, that stuff travels. Man, you can just pick it up like a, I'm going to pick it up and take it over here this weekend. Oh, I'm going to take, oh, 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 the environment is rainy and sloppy. Oh, <laughs> that's more kudos to me. <laughs> now, offense, sometimes you got to have the perfect weather. You got to be in an enclosed environment. Uh, yeah, Ray, what's good? If you can rush the quarterback with front four, it will help out the secondary a lot. We need some pressure up front. This is from Ray. Every time I think of Ray, I think of Ray from Fourth Work. But it's Ray James, man. Really appreciate you. And we ain't talking about Rick James. 
Pelmon says, sorry, I'm not giving the uh, cheating Patriots who stole the other team's signals credit for the first three Super Bowls. Um, here's the thing. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. That you trying to get a competitive edge on every situation. And I'm not trying to sit here and say that, hey, by them having the extra edge was the only reason why they won that Super Bowl. But you still have to play it. Look, there's some people right now that's so cold in their execution. It doesn't matter what they see. It doesn't matter what they know. It doesn't matter. They're going to get out there and play through the lights out. Now, my thing is, my thing is, we can look at the Patriots and say, yeah, they cheated or what have you. But every team, majority of the teams are trying to get at a competitive edge, right? Majority of these teams are trying to figure out reasons how they can get that W. Now, the thing is, in life, in life, the craziest thing of it all, it don't matter. It don't matter. There's people that's in your, that's, that's people that's your boss as it, as it relates today. The finagle ways to get there. And that's just a sully. I'm not trying to sully or denigrate that, but that's just the reason why. You think that Jerry Wayne Jones got a billion dollars by being fair? You think that the person that you cash your check in at the bank, Wells Fargo, got there by being fair? <laughs> this is a capitalistic society. It's just what it is. Uh, salute to Steve Mac Air McNair. I couldn't stand McNair. By the way, he went to Alcorn. You know, we, we JSU over here. But shout out to him, though. May he rest in peace. Uh, good run games travel, too. This is from Mike Meticulous Detail Podcast. And, and the craziest thing of it, yeah, good running games do travel. But they, in great correlations to if you run well, your defense play well, time of possession, keep giving that shorter time for the opposition to score. Yeah, that's just what it is. Um, let's see, Taryn Shorts, appreciate you, man. I love the Q&A, man. I really appreciate each and every last one of you all. Uh, Rivera is building a solid through thorough program in Washington, starting up front with the D-line. They have a scary front. They do have a scary front. And everything that we saw against the Washington team, especially against the team that they played in the playoffs or what have you, they still needed to be able to score, right? They still needed a, an offense. So what I'm trying to say is, is that we shouldn't be looking at only at one side of the coin, but we should look at the collective. The balanced team have the, the better chance, but also you got to be able to get turnovers, takeaways, and you also have to be able to move the ball and protect the ball. Oh, that's the career of Tom Brady. <laughs> Solid defense turnovers and takeaways, short area of field. And the only reason why I'm, I'm not trying to sell or denigrate the Patriots for winning their Super Bowl, because I, I, I would come to fist the cuff to anybody to say, well, if anybody say, well, Ty Law was trash. Like, come on now. <laughs> like, like, come on. You, you mean to tell me that that guy was trash? The only reason why he won because he had an edge? Just look up Ty Law's uh, resume. Come back and talk to me. Uh, we need balance. This is from Albert Smith. Yeah. 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 Balance is the key. Balance is the key. So let's look into this uh, 2021 team. Our beloved Dallas Cowboys. One can say that, okay, we got on the offensive side of the coin, 
we have a dynamic wide receivers across the board, right? Across the board, dynamic wide receivers, right? Oh, we have a dynamic two-headed monster as it relates to running the ball. Yeah, we got that. I love it. Oh, offensive line. We have our reservations on left tackle and right tackle. Those on the edge there, but the interior of the offensive line been been okay. Of course, we had uh, the the absence last year, Travis, but that's water under the bridge now. We got we drafted a Tyler Biotis. We got a Connor Williams, who's supposed to have had his best year last year, right? So we're looking forward for this brother to be even better than what he was last year. He should be a little bit heavier. Should get the, his feet and his footwork and his mechanics have always been great. Well, all the reservation with Connor was with, with, with strength, right? <laughs> strength, right? So, and then, of course, uh, we know that Zach Martin, we don't have to go over his resume. It, everything uh, speaks vol- high volumes of him, and I think that he's a solid piece. So our biggest reservations, right tackle, left tackle. If, and in the land of optimisms, we can say that, yeah, Lyle Collins will be back. Uh, I did a show with Joe Rod, Cowboys blog, check him out. Uh, he was view, reviewing uh, Lyle Collins' uh, Instagram account. Be sure to check that out. He was skiing for crying out loud. And that's the last thing you want to do with bad hips. So I guess he all right. He cool. He'll be ready. He even looked like he lost a few pounds. So our biggest situation would be left tackle. We got a plan for the we got a plan for the weather, right? We got a plan for the rain. When you see it's a 93% chance of raining, you don't walk out there saying, oh, I don't need the umbrella. I don't need a rain gear, a rain suit. I'm just gonna walk out there. I trust, I have faith. I have faith that it's not going to rain. No, you got to predict and plan. You got to plan it out. So you got to go out there and get those necessary items, needs, protection. So if Rashawn Slater is there, hey, what's up with the 10 pick? Then you can go to defense. But I'm with the philosophy of drafting best player available. I've seen people say it back and forth. Well, Alex Leatherwood, he won't be available in the first. Well, well, he'd be gone by the second, I meant to say, you know. Uh, we don't know. The draft is always a cycling type of situation. We got the senior bowl that's going to be up in what? The next, what? Seven days from here, eight days from here. Uh, Hooper, appreciate you for the comment here. Law, we bring in the defense coordinator and no, with no talent on the defense. And then always scream out, fire the defensive coordinator, basically with an average player. You, playmakers you got you got you got to have playmakers on defense yes that's all yes hooper that's all that's what we've been preaching that's what we've been preaching we need playmakers playmakers we thought we thought we can do it all in one draft 2017 let me know if i'm lying they thought they can do it all in one draft let's go get some guy cheeto Wuzier. Jordan, oh, Xavier Woods. They even named, they'd even named it the law firm, LAW. Lewis, Awuzier, and Woods. They all came out of that 2017 draft. Now, I don't believe that I see a soul that's up in here right now that's saying we, we, they glad that they got any of those guys. 
Let's let you know that we still need playmakers. But my thing is with this Cowboy Nation, not to throw any of those three under the bus, but there was no strategic plan and action. It was like, hey, we're going to grab these guys, throw them out there and see if they stick. Who was the guy to compliment those guys? Who was the veteran? Hmm? Farley or Sertain? This is from Emmanuel Javil. <sighs> I like Sertain, but Farley, man, I, I have to roll the dice with Farley, man. I Although we didn't see 2020 tape on him, uh, I just think that Farley is, is, is hands down A to certains b it's modius appreciate you for the holler man a 2021 donation man i really appreciate you so much for being a, an extreme support for the channel and helping this channel grow man i really appreciate you so much for the your love and adulations 2017 set us back hard never ever draft one position group this is from b d gray man you speaking nothing but the truth Nothing but the truth. And here's here's why he's speaking the truth. There's nothing wrong with the guys. Hell, I like Kayvon Frazier. I liked him. You know, I, I like what he was being able to bring to the table. Matter of fact, uh, Kayvon was the guy that we can say, okay, he had range and then he had the ability to hit. But it never, it's like it capped off. Why? We didn't have nobody else to help elevate him or push him up. Now, of course, we had Jeff Heath out there. Of course, we can look at that. <laughs> oh, we had the other guy that was the other safe. So we didn't really have pieces. Xavier Woods trying to learn his way. Too many things. Uh, is Quinn is the better than Nolan? This is from B BLK Was it Postman? Time will tell. Terrence says Jerry and Steven is delusional. Uh, Sertain is fired. This is from Albert. Yeah. Uh, J.C. Horn is way better than Farley. This is from uh, Raphael. Uh, looking at J.C. Horn, and, and I'm glad that you mentioned J.C. Horn. Man, the brother is amazing. Is amazing. He's amazing. Um, not a fearless, too. At his frame, what, he's six foot, six foot one-ish. Plays with a great deed of anticipation. Can lock down. I was watching the game uh, of them when they got blown out. You learn more from a cornerback when they're at their worst, right? Or at their, at their most pivotal point of their career. And to see whether or not they're going to continue to play with technique not giving up certain key plays. And I was watching J.C. Horn play against Texas A&M. It was a horrible game. 48-3, to I believe. Y'all can correct me if I'm wrong on the score. But I, I just focused right in on number one. They had J.C. Horn lined up everywhere on the field. J.C. Horn, to me personally, could be hands down, just depending on which team he goes to and which system he goes and falls into, could be hands down the best cornerback in 2021. J.C. Horn, hands down, 
when you look at that game, I encourage you guys, go look at the game. Didn't do much, right? Didn't get no interceptions. The quarter didn't get, get didn't get a bunch of or gang of tackles for loss. St- just just two solo tackles. Two, uh, I think there was two, like two ball bat downs or something like that. But you're not going to see God in numbers from him. I can tell the quarterback was looking back. He dropped back. Where is not number one is lined up at? That's where I'm going to go. I'm going to pick on everybody else, but I'm not going to pick on number one. That J.C. Horn, I'm, uh, look, yes, he got some things that he will have to improve on, but as a as a true and true guy to say, okay, I'm going I'm to take out your tight end. I'm going to line him up front, and I'm staying right, right at the tight end. I'm going to take, I'm going to isolate him. Oh, oh no. Okay. Okay. I'm going to flip, I'm going to flip my hips. I'm going to be out there as as the, uh, as the safety on this play. Oh, they're going to move me up close to the L. I'm going to blitz off the edge, hurry the quarterback to go through his progressions a little bit faster. That that brother is is a weapon out there. So when you think of a JC horn and you think of where we are drafting that, it'd be too rich for us to go draft them at the tent pick, right? It'd be too rich. You probably can gamble a little bit, and hopefully <laughs> the scouting people don't look at it as a weapon of how we can use them. And they say, yeah, we can probably squeeze them in a second. Mm, I don't know. Hopefully, if you're a captain trade-down person with the 10th pick and somebody give you a king's ransom, you say, okay, cool. I have my target set on somebody else anyway and let me get a gang of multiple picks in a second. Mm, maybe that could happen. But they got to give you a king's ransom. They do. They got to give you a king's ransom. But nevertheless, if you look at it and you can look at it like this. If you have a cornerback like a Diggs already and you have a cornerback like a, a Seahorn, J.C. Horn, who's not afraid to play that press, you're looking for somebody who can play in this style of defense of what the cover three or the cover one. Basically, when you have the guy up front close to the LOS and say, okay, I'm going to redirect. I, I rely on my safety to play the single high look. Your safety better be able to play that well. And your front better get home. Your front better get home. Can I say it again? Your front better get home. If you're using that style and if you can make it frustrating for the opposing teams to run their certain sets, then yes, that will be the real one. Shout out to you, Jessica. I really appreciate you for jumping in. Uh, Horn is a baller, man. Yeah, Mike Meticulous Detail Podcast. Yeah, brother. You only had, what, two interceptions last year? That's because Auburn was kind of foolish and saying, okay, we're going to force it. We're going to force it this way. We're going to challenge. <laughs> they learned like, oh, no. <laughs> We ain't going to tempt that no more, right? I like J.C. Horn. Uh, what's up with you, Harold? Appreciate you, man. Thank you for jumping in. Um, get certain. Let those guys ball. I want guys who played against solid competition, though. And Sanders, I ain't. I, I, I have no rebuttal against that. That, that. that is one of the hardest things to really evaluate is to see whether or not some of the skills and the things that they do will translate. 
can you transpose what they did on certain levels to the next level? For example, when I was doing my top five deep interior defensive linemen guys, right? When we was doing that, um, that, that top five, I, I looked at Aline McNeil, who was on the outside, the Darius Steels of the worlds, right? I even looked at Tommy from uh, Ohio. I said, man, those guys are on my outside. But we have to pay attention to Christian Balmore, who who may be hands down the dog that you would need for this particular defense for our Cowboys, but he's not that great against the run. But we can't look at when I, what, what my statement was. You can't look at the draft as an isolation, but more of how can they complement the other guys, right? So when we look into the the interior of this defense that we got now. I'm quite sure that Antoine Woods was out there on the open market. And there was 31 other teams that was looking at it like, nah, we good. We don't need number 99, right? And I'm not trying to sully or denigrate him. I like Antoine Woods, believe it or not. Had a great opportunity to meet the guy. Wonderful guy. Bubbly personality. But he get mean sometimes, which is cool. We need that. Nevertheless. My thing is, I like him more 10 to maybe at 15-ish snaps. 20-ish, you're kind of pushing it. I want to limit him, and how can we do that? Oh, you got a shelving. Oh, my goodness. 362 pounds. And I'm not, talk, I'm not try, trying to say, well, what about Poe? Wasn't he that guy? You're talking about a young guy now. Hungry. Somebody they can gobble up to, demand to, a run stuffer. You ain't playing around with your food. You know, you know those who got kids out there, right? You, you tell them, eat your food. Don't play around with it. When they fall, they start playing around with it. They start spraying it around. Start building pea castles and carrot trays and stuff like that within the, within the food tray, right? <laughs> you know, they start building like moats and everything else with their food. And, and you and you're telling eat your food. Cowboys defense been playing around with their food. They don't eat. The interior don't eat. And then they look back and say, "Well, it wasn't my fault." Look at the linebacker; he can't disengage. Newsflash: You look up LVEs. You look up Jalen Smith Smith uh, uh, scouting report, and you see disengagement. When engaged, it's hard to separate. It wasn't a mystery. It's not like it's Ripley's, believe it or not. Need help up front. Solid front will make your linebackers look sexy, basically. As much as we love Ray Lewis, he had some hogs up in front of him, right? Hello, Nolly. Nolly, I can't talk today. You know, <laughs> Sam, Big Sam, Sarah Goosa, you know, all of those boys. I know Hello, I can't talk about his name today. Nolly came in the latter end, but you guys get what I'm saying, right? Finish your food. Eric, oh, my goodness. See, you, your dad, you must be a dad like me. Finish your food. They ask, hey, can I, can I get this? Can I get that? You fix the food. You put it on the plate. And you and you go 15, 20 minutes away. You come back. Now you bad. Finish your food. Finish your food. Uh, Terrence like, oh, hey, po, yeah. 
And Terrence, I saw the mock that you did. Well, I saw the, the hopes to Daryl Slayton, big boy. Now his his issue, and the same is with Shel, uh, Shelvin. These are not three down or three three down guys, right? And the the principles, the principles of our system. One gap. One gap. One gap principles. These guys that I named, even Aline McNeil, tall. You line them up at zero. Even on an even front, maybe you have to do some other adjustments. <sighs> he can he can take the guy, he can make the isolation, get upfield, got those long, lengthy arms. But don't sleep on Levi. Levi is solid against the run. Washington. Levi is solid against the run. So we we cannot look at the draft pick regardless of what we look at it and say we want we want those flashy guys. We want those edge guys. We want the quitty pays of the world, right? My biggest thing is okay, we get quitty pay. Where you gonna put them? I know I know you can make your adjustments and say, well, he could be better than D Law, he could be better than Randy Gregory. But that's our problem. We got edge. That's the sexy look. That's the that's the that's the rims on the car. And, he, and trust me, he can probably do a whole lot better. He can probably do a whole lot better than what D Law is exhibiting. But we're talking about a Michigan defensive edge guy. We're talking about a guy that's going to come in here on Dallas land and get to the quarterback. With the with the all of the the brightest of the brightest lights shown and exhibiting, and Tank Law sitting there like, oh, you think a rookie gonna come in and take my spot? Randy Gregory gonna be looking there like, you think a rookie gonna come in and take my spot? That's good, no. And Bradley Bradley Anderson, hello. <laughs> we weren't the issue last year. We needed help from the inside. We need some meat. Yeah, Eric Max says need to see more Levi. Yeah. We need to see more of those guys. And, and Dave Yon, Nixon. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like his skill set. Oh my goodness. As athletic as possible. Gary's from Michigan. Yeah. Gary, look, I'm not trying to look, I'm not putting all Michigan guys in one in one bubble. Just like I'm not trying to put all Ohio State guys in one bubble. But we got to look at everything. We got to look at everything on how they're going to fit well with the system that we already got. One thing that I know for sure. One thing I know for sure, Cowboy Nation. And I ain't going to lie to kick it. Cowboys have a problem with Willing and Dylan moving guys out of the way moving guys out of the paint to move in the young talent, willing and dealing, trading away this asset to bring in another asset. <laughs> Cesar Sanchez said Taco couldn't ban. My thing is with Taco, if they knew that if they had the, the extra strategy for Taco and they, if they already knew what they was going to get out of Taco, they should have got something in return. It's nothing wrong with drafting a person, realizing that this person cannot elevate said program. So my job is, 
as the general manager, which is supposed to be Jerry Wayne's job. Supposed to be looking at everybody saying week one or week one of the opening market, whenever the, the, the team is official to trade or what have you. Call a players only meeting and tell everybody, hey, my job is to get rid of you, is to find better talent than you. There's nothing personal about it, but my job is to replace you. I love I love you. I do. I truly I truly do. That's, that's just putting the lipstick on the pig when you say I love you, but I truly do. But my job is to get rid of you, to replace you. And I'm looking every day. I got my scouts looking every day, reviewing over every single tape and every film that I can find. Uh, can we double dip at defensive tackle in the draft? Well, here, here's what we can do. Let me see if I can pull this up. We can we can look at this right here. This is the free agency pool. Top free agency pool for 2021. Let me know if you guys can see that. Top free agency pool for 2021. 2021. And of course you see Dak Prescott is on the top of everybody's list, right? But let's go to defense. Let's go update right here. All right, you got Von Miller. Mm, that's a long tooth. He's 32 years of age. Uh, my thing is, he'll be an edge guy, right? But we're talking about interior, right? They even got him listed as an edge guy, but he's he's one of the guys to be determined. Of course, 16 mil was scared the hell out of a lot of people. Uh, but that is something that you can probably take a look at. Let's look at his market. 11-2. Not bad at all. And let me, uh, let me go here so that you guys can be on the same page. And I'm going to copy, and we're going to put this in the chat box. Earl is done. Knock it off. Yeah, Earl, Earl gone, y'all. As soon as he traveled, as soon as he traveled to Dallas, ESPN, NFL Network, and beyond would talk about the Christmas incident that he had with his wife. And and just Google it, and you guys can tell me what you guys found out from there. All right, so Leonard Williams would be a good deal. Somebody said Thomason. Uh, let me see if I can find him. Uh, he's somewhere around here. And Denzel Perriman. And let me see if I can find it. Let me go. There we go. New York somewhere right here. Because he's from New York. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Let's see what he got. Market value. Uh, he signed a four-year deal, 4.5 mil with the contract. The, the, with the Giants, including a 1.4 signing bonus, uh, two and a half, or, or rounded up to to agreed upon average annual. La 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 la. I think he's still on his rookies. All right, so he's gonna look for some paper. I don't know if they, they don't have his calculated uh, they don't have his calculated market value out yet, but he's gonna look for some paper unless they got it right here. Let's see, 9.5. Shoot. <laughs> That's a four-year, thirty-eight mil. In order for in order for all of this to happen, Cowboy Nation, because he is, dare I say, 
an interior defensive guy from Alabama. You could probably draft a guy and wait for like a year and a half or two years before they get on this level right here because you still got to evaluate the man body, right? <laughs> You're just how it is. And they're going off of this contract between Eddie Goldman, DJ, as well as Pierce. So that's how they calculate this. Uh, and so many people get butthurt about market rate and market value. And it says we, we selected the following players based on their age, contract status, and statistical production to compare Dalvin Thomason uh, to his salary here of what his projections would be. So many people get mad at that. You know, I don't know why people get mad at it, but so many people get mad at it. But let me go back here, though. Let me hit the back arrow. And we we would tune in to in order for all of this to happen, in order for it to happen, you got to understand that the Cowboys and and I hate to uh, bring this up again, but they got to they got to establish their quarterback. They do. They got to figure out the quarterback pay. They got to go ahead and sign Dak Prescott. Because that's the only way. That that is flat out the only way. Because you can't get it done no other way. Because you got to calculate how much you're gonna pay your quarterback. And if you don't do that, then all of this other stuff is is, is nonsense. It's, it's nothing. You you're really not talking about anything because you got to have a quarterback. You got to have the quarterback. I can't stress this out enough. I think that the Cleveland Browns would have won if the quarterback played a little bit better against the team that they played it against. Oh, the Washington team, even when they was in the play. I think if you had a little bit better quarterback. Yeah, the Spoke Track uh, is the website where you can go to to get all of that great information there. Uh, SpokeTrack.com uh, is where you can get all of that good information on uh, the free agency list and the players that need to be uh, sought out there, you know. And, and here's the thing. When we talk about interior defenses, when we talk about the way that defense help out teams and things like that, we got to look at it from the, uh, the, the aspect of how they can help other pieces out. Let's not look at it and say, okay, well, there's no Aaron Donald. There's no Aaron Donald. My thing is, not everybody was right on Aaron Donald. Look at how many people and how and where everybody was wrong at on him. He wasn't the number one overall draft pick, right? People looked at it and said, you know what? We good with this. We good with that. And that's what happened. Uh, Mike Meticulous Detail Podcast. <laughs> Laughing at uh, Baker Mayfield. And, and look, they had the recipe. They was running the rock. They was doing all of the things that they supposed to do. Let me see if I can get back to this free agent tracker. Let me go here. Bear with me. Free agent tracker. And pull that free agent tracker up again. Um, what's Malik Hooker's value? Sorry if you already did it. This is from Cal. Uh, it's risky. You look at Hooker and you'll say, all right, cool. Give me Hooker. Let's see if he can stay healthy. But you have to look at it like, okay. If I have Hooker on this team, let me go ahead and make sure I bring in somebody else. Uh, William Burney says uh, he also like Asante Samuel Jr. Here, here's the thing with Asante. If you pick him in, if you, let's say you draft him, you, and you have to have things into place. 
to say, okay, I'm not going to have him primarily as my outside guy. I'm going to bring him on slowly to maybe be my slot guy to to elevate his game slowly. Now, and that's what the same thing I said with, uh, with, with Diggs. You want to bring him in slowly, 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 slowly. Um, let me see what we got here. Uh, bear with me. Let me go to over the cap. Maybe that that will work out a little bit better uh, than oh, now I want to work. There we go. Now, it, it, I said over the cap. It was spinning, and then uh, they said no. Nah. <laughs> you ain't finna go. You ain't finna go give them any uh, viewership right here. So uh, here we go. Free agent tracker. I think that you guys put some names out there for me, but let me pull this up right quick. Market value. Let me see if it's working now. Market value for Dak Prescott. And, of course, you guys can do the same um, going to that link that I just posted there. Uh, 36.8. 36.8. And let me stroll down here. I And the great thing about this, Cowboy Nation, I, this is why I love uh, doing this. You can actually go to my show. And I probably have to post it so people can see. When I first started doing this, that number right here was 22.5. 22.5. Lo and behold, now it's 36. I recall I've seen that number jump from 22.5 to 26 to 30.1, and now it's 36.8. How is this happening, Law? Why is this happening, Law? Why is the value still going up, just like my house? Every year I look at my statement and I read and I read. And I say, yes, my value went up $23,000 on my house within one year. It's like me getting extra $23,000 in my pocket. Why, law? Why, law? It's because it's property and it's the market, whereas my area is increasing. They always building. Building, 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 building. So if you add $23,000 to my salary, and that's not, that's even before I sell, right? I'm sitting there like, man, I'm making hands over fists just off of my property. And that's one property. That's one real estate that I got. I ain't going to tell you about the other ones. But nevertheless, they said we selected the following players based on their age. Oh, my goodness. Contract status. Oh, okay. Statistical production to compare Dak Prescott to. Number one on this list, they use Carson Wentz, 128. Okay, that's a lot of millions, right? Patch Mahomes, I don't think nobody else will have a $450 million contract, but you got to understand the years, that's 10. So the average annual is 45, and Deshaun is right at 39, and he's looking for a job, looking for a job. And the average age, he's Russell, he's 30, 24, 24, and 26. His value is going to continue to rise. Cowboys going to continue to finagle, finagle. Shout out to my dog, Sky Walker. He did the documentary. I'm going to start calling him Documentary Sky, Doc Sky. We're going to come up with a new nickname for him because documentaries is second to none right now. Um, my thing is, Check out Skywalker video. I wish I had the link that I can post it right quick. But check out his Skywalker video on the process 
it took for the Cowboys to even get a chance to have Dak Prescott as their quarterback. And you would think, as stubborn as the Cowboys were with that whole crazy process, that they would approach Dak Prescott year two, year three into it and say, hey, dog, what's good, man? Hey, we, we see that Paxton Lynch is no longer in the, in the NFL now, I believe, right? Or he's trying to find a team or something like that, and the other guys that they had a, a real high hopes for no longer playing in the NFL, basically. Can't find a roster spot. They had everybody in there. You would think that they would say, hey, you know what? Here's $25 million just on GP, general principles of us getting lucky. Now they got to pay this kid north of $39 million. That's just how the market is. When you sit long, you think wrong. For those who play dominoes, right? Shout out to those. Let me know if y'all play dominoes. Who played dominoes? Who played them bones over there? You be sitting there like, man, dog, make your play, man. And they sitting there thinking, just thinking. Just thinking. Like, man, make the play. Then they get that, they get that domino. Ten. You be like, dog, you had 25 right there. <laughs> and on top of that, you got your 10, you locked the board. And you still got you still got big bertha in your hand. Give me all your money. <laughs> you think long, you think wrong, right? They be sitting there holding the bone, you know, especially especially holding the bone like this. The holding the bone is looking. That's that's Jerry Wayne Jones holding the bones, holding the bones. Dog, when you gonna play? Study long, study wrong, right? Man, me, me, hey, Albert, bring them bones, man, bring the bones. Hey, when the world get right, we're gonna have a domino tournament. We'll go live like ninety five. We're gonna have a domino tournament. We're just gonna set it up. We're gonna set up like four or five tables. <laughs> in the champion maybe we do a hundred dollar cash app or something like that you know but they'd be sitting jerry just sitting there looking at the bones like come on bro play 10 you're like dog dog you had 25 right there just sitting you right in your face that's jerry jerry jones on uh dak prescott in his contract <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That that's just crazy. That's that's my Hooper says it's my game. I, I know some of y'all, man, and, and we don't play no nickels, right? We don't play no nickels. You gotta get you gotta score ten to get your name on the board, right? That's dominoes, right? Some people say, hey man, everybody some people play fairly and some people play uh nickels, like nah. And some people say, hey man, we counting all bones, you know. Hold your man, back man. Have a spade tournament, Law Terrence. See, the thing is with spade, when we start running up the board and we start playing that spade, there's always some old folk to call us and say, hey, man, what about bid whiz, though? You beat me a spade, but what about bid whiz? I'm like, nah, we playing spades right now, right? Cheer <laughs> rummy. Like, I play that. Like, nah, dog, we playing spades. <laughs> Jerry counting dots. Yeah. <laughs> Counter one, two, three. Oh my goodness. It's 16, dog. You don't get 15. <laughs> and then Domino. Count your money. 30. Nah, dog. It's 25. Give me your money. Give me your money. But nah, man, I miscounted. Nope, nope, nope. 
Come on, man. Come on. Nah, you miscounted. You said 30 when it was 25. Who played like that? Some people, some people, some people will allow, will allow them to say, nah, man, he got 25. Nah, you got to count your money at the end, dog. <laughs> but I will play house rules. Uh, Law, where's where I'm from? We talk hella crazy to each other, laughing out loud. That's what I like. That's what I like about dominoes. That's what football is, too. And you think that these players are not talking hella crazy to each other? I got another one for you. These players are talking hella crazy to each other. Say, hey, man, I just signed a $30 million contract, man. They paying you Tic Tacs over there in Dallas, man. You know, I could buy your money right now. That's just what it is. Tend to get in. That's what I'm talking about. So in order for us to do anything <laughs> in this free agency, they got to figure this out. Now, four-year, $147 million, they'll put you right at an average of 36.8. And my thing is, and Todd France, CAA, still is his uh, representative there. Uh, my thing is, Cowboy Nation, is, oh, let me see if I can pull up this. I, I used to do this, too. Yeah. Every year. Every year. This number right here is improving. Now, there was a saying that Dak Prescott is a dink and dunk quarterback, and he's one of those guys that's only dinking and dunking down the field. And it's quite crazy to me. Shout out to you, Lamont. Really appreciate you so much, man. Uh, for the uh, contribution to the channel for help supporting this thing and getting me going in the right direction. Let me just so showcase Lamont right quick, man. Look, look, we get back to it. Uh, let's see uh, what we have here. If the AI even speaks today, uh, is Jerry playing? <laughs> let me see. Here we go. Lol, what are your thoughts on the sign and trade Gallup for Marcus May? And do you think we'll double dip at linebacker mid to late since it's a weakness from a depth perspective? That's a that's a loaded question there, Lamont. Nine ninety nine for your mind. Uh, Law, what's your thoughts? We'll jump right back to uh, the Dak Prescott stats, and then we'll pull up Marcus May's uh, uh, value there. I say. What are your thoughts on sign and Trey Gallup for Marcus May? And do you think he will double dip at linebackers mid or to late? And the weakness from our depth perspective. We still need interior. We still need interior. Your greatest linebacker, and I can answer that question, can't do nothing against a 300-pounder heading his way, full speed, unblocked. I, I don't care. You, you, your greatest linebacker, you can make him do one or two plays to get the disengagement. But you still need help up front. Your greatest linebacker, as soon as, <laughs> as soon as that big boy get them hands on him, it's over. That's the reality of it. Now, I'm not saying that Jalen and LVE get a pass or what have you. 
but we need some help up front. I would hate for us to draft or get a linebacker and we all hyped up, we pumped up, and we play against, let's say, the Cleveland Browns again. And there's a hole so wide open that you would think that Moses reincarnated down to the Cowboys, uh, 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 I guess, to the Browns, and parted everybody. And it's one-on-one. You got one of the Chubbs or whatever, whoever the court running back is for the Browns, whoever we play next season. Four head of steam against that linebacker. He's still cutting off, and he 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 barely getting free right there. And bam, he get the stiffy. <laughs> or he get the shoulder love. And it's for a 30-yard touchdown. That linebacker's hopes and promise is just gone. It's just erased. <laughs> Welcome to the NFL type of situation. Now, uh, my thoughts on trading Gallup for Marcus. Um, why trade a guy that's going to be on the market, right? You know, I, I think that it, I think that it's just going to try to see if he can test the market first. My thing is, I don't think that the Cowboys will trade a Gallup. I don't think that they have the cojones to trade any of their star-star athletes in this modern-day football. So that, that answer is no. I, I don't think that they would trade Gallup. Um, <clears throat> Dak has no, has not. Dak was not the reason we went eight and eight. Yeah, see, Jessica know football, man. You know, people think that a lady don't know football, but she knows football. She knows football. Nevertheless, um, look at look at it like this. Every year, every year, oh, this is dink and dunk, okay. Oh, this is dink and dunk, okay. Oh, this is dink and dunk, okay. Oh, this is dink and dunk. That, that, that stayed on that man's resume. I remember people saying that, hey, he can't do this. And, and what people what people leave out majority of the time are the rushing touchdowns. They leave out these rushing touchdowns. I hope you guys can see it, right? I hope you guys can see the rushing touchdown. They leave out those rushing touchdowns. In 2018, horrible at fumbling. We can talk about that, right? That's a horrible fumbling ratio. Claw back, 3,884 yards, right? 4,000, close to 5,000 yards of production. If I'm Jerry Jones, and if I'm looking at from 2016 to 2018, I'm not not letting him play 2019. I'm not letting him play. This this was the year by hook or by crook. I, I don't give a dog. You got a quarterback that's giving you 22 touchdowns and six rushing, 3,000 yards. And on top of that, you guys made it to the playoffs. Think about this, 2016, 2018, they made it to the playoffs. Back, Well, well not back-to-back, back, but, you know, some games right here in 2017 we could have been better on, but that was the year they tried to do a whole bunch of other stuff, but that's the story of a different day. But I, I'm paying Dak Prescott. I'm paying Dak Prescott after that year. But that's beating a dead horse at this point. Now, now you got to pay 15 to 20, 20 million more from this point to that point. And and 
averaging 371 yards a game. <laughs> hey, garbage time stat. Oh, the, yeah, that, that stayed on the Cowboys. Like, they were the only team to ever in the history to, to get that label in garbage time. And I'm still waiting on Andy Dalton's gar- garbage time numbers to, to show up, right? I'm still waiting on Ben DiNucci's garbage time numbers to show up and Gary Gilbert. I'm waiting on those numbers of garbage time to show up. But we guess what? We can't find them. We, we flat out can't find those garbage time. And that's just the bottom line with it, Cowboy Nation. But defense is still so important because if you have defense – you have a shorter area of the field, shorter mo- shorter movements to throw the ball or what have you, shorter movements to run the ball as well, right? Uh, they said Dak can walk, <laughs> Mike Meticulous. That's crazy. And even if that was a, 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 a end point for the Cowboys to say, okay, let Dak Prescott walk, there'll be another detriment to the Joneses administration to have all of that talent to just walk away and not will and deal just to be transparent with everybody on that one. Uh, we need to move on from Cheeto. If he, <laughs> uh, my thing is with Cheeto, we'll find out what they're going to do with Cheeto in the future. Uh, and everything will let us know this off season, what they're going to do with Lewis Cheeto and Xavier Woods. Now the projections are showing that they're going to at least sign two of those guys back. They're just projections, not me. That's just how it goes. So my thing is, is that a good move? I definitely don't know. We'll find out when that thing comes all around. All right, so uh, this Marcus guy, you know, uh, a lot of times, let me see if I can categorize it as Marcus. Let me see if I can find this kid. Give me a few seconds. Marcus. Marcus, let me see if I can find Marcus. What team he played for the Jets? Give me a few seconds here. I'm going all the way down to the Jets. The Jets. And here we go. See if I can get that. Oh, you guys got you guys see me looking for it. Bam, here we go. I know some people right now saying, hey man, I can find 8.3 million under the couch. <laughs> they paid uh Tyrone Crawford. They paid Tyrone Crawford $10 million, right? With his last contract, the way that played out. Y'all see that? You, do you guys see that? 8.3. <laughs> Let me see what y'all said over here. 8.3. Yeah. Oh, how did they come up with the Marcus Mays 8.3? We selected the following players based on their age, contract status, and statistical categories of production. And he's right at that sweet spot for his age range, right? Uh, and he's 26. So, Ricardo Allen, Amos, yeah, Amos, and uh, Tart. These are all guys that's respectfully getting the same amount of money based off of age and production. 
Three year, 24 mil, 8.3. Can we afford that? <laughs> could, could we afford that? Can we afford that, right? That's that's the number one question there. And I think that the Cowboys can. Even if they do decide, even if, even if they do decide to uh, pay Dak Prescott, that's the craziest thing of it all. Cowboys just got to be smart with it, Cowboy Nation. Jerry Wayne, we got the money. We can see it. It's tangible, right? We can see all of those things happening. But they got to be able to do those things. 682-214-4087 is the hotline. Yeah, Ricardo actually did play for Quinn, so that could be an option there. But we got, I have to see whether or not, is he still on the contract? He's still on the contract, right? He's still on the contract. He had three years, got two more years left on it or something like that. So the phone number, the hotline for your mind, 682-214. I'm going to pin it to the top. And uh, you guys can call in. Give me your thoughts. Give me your um, what's on your mind about this, and then we can wrap this all up because I got some things to do on this beautiful day. Uh, 682-214-4087 is the hotline for your mind number. And uh, my thing is if you disagree about defense, call in. If you agree about defense, call in. There's always room for for objectivity. All right, so the first person I have on the line is 903. You're live. <laughs> Hello, good morning, Law. How are you? I'm doing great, doing great, doing great. Uh, I had an interview yesterday for my daughter to get accepted to kindergarten because, you know, you got to pass a test in Texas to go to those, some of those oh, private schools. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah, so she'll be moving up to kindergarten and – and I'm I'm a growing man basically because she is always challenging me, and she doesn't. Oh, that is. By the way, that's a great thing for her to have a challenge in mind, and you want her to be where she can develop and continue to grow. Because you never know, she might be the next president of our future. You never know. You never know. So I'm hard on her, and, and she she shows me she teaches me. And, I, and it, whenever I think of it, because I got two daughters, right? And I think of, like, the ladies that call in, call in and she's going to be just like you. She's going to be all around that football. She's going to know that football. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's amazing. But all I got to say is I don't know who you is, Quinn, but <laughs> Dak is not the only player on this team. But he is a player that we need on this team. And he deserved to get his pay. When Romo went eight and eight, the team when we had Romo as the leader and the team kept going eight and eight, this man stayed hurt. Dak stepped up; he did not stop doing what he needed to do. Mm-hmm. This man is even fighting hard right now, as we see and done see with the help of God that this man is past schedule of being back on his feet. This man is walking without crutches. That is how determined this young man is. And he's been a fighter ever since he's been in college. I looked at his um, bio. If people don't look at players' bio, bios, those videos are out there for our purpose that are our fan to get to know the player and get to learn about the player. Right. But a player 
when you are out there as a kid, I played football with my boy cousin. Mm-hmm. And people used to always pick at me or whatever. Used to tell me I couldn't do this, I couldn't do that. But I would get out there and I would play with those boys, and I would knock those boys on their behind. Mm. I hit. I was a tackling crazy girl. <laughs> Even when the girls got out there, they couldn't take the heat. I told them, "Well, if y'all can't take the heat, get out the kitchen." Then they won't turn around and want to fight me. And then we end up getting a whooping because we out there fighting and we cousins. And our <laughs> grandma did not play that. But. You guys think that because we're women, we don't talk football like you. Some girls do because they're more knowledgeable in it. Because just like me, they had a guy to sit down and go over the verbatim with us about the different plays and what the different plays are there for. Now you got Google. You can Google this stuff as well. Mm. But I have football instinct inside of me. For some reason, as a kid, I always loved it and I wanted to play it. They say girls will never play football. But as you see, we got a girl kicker, right? Right. (laughs) She'll be in the NFL one day. But um, y'all can't sit up her and down every player. Some players have had a bad year. Right. But we also had COVID. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying this because everybody, every team player done been hit with it. But now as you see, Different people are getting hit, and it's, they're studies saying different strands, different strands, different strands. Right. And these different strands are coming up, and people are dying. More people are dying. And then they're sitting up here getting ejected with this stuff. Mm-hmm. They don't know how it is. These people are using us for lab rats. We're mm. not lab rats and test monkeys. Mm. We're human beings. And I pray that this stuff be away from here. But man got to turn around and get this stuff right back with God, and then God can heal this land. But nobody wants to change. But I got I say that they need to pay back and then we can get into getting other players and taking away for players that the moving the players they're not valuable anymore, that not don't want to play. Look at um Mr. Um Tyrone. He got hurt every year and them been hurt. Look at the uh, uh Collins came in unfit, unhealthy. Then take care of himself off the field. When you take care of yourself while you playing training in to play football, so you don't catch cramps when you get out there and get the running and stuff. Just like you take care of your body during the time you playing football, you got to do the same thing off as we do as normal people. We got to take care of ourselves so we don't get diabetes, so we don't get sugar diabetes or high blood pressure or have congested heart failure and all these different diseases that come. They come because when you don't take care of your body, when you let your body go, Mm. you got to get out there and you got to walk, exercise every day. Like me, I got to get back on that because that's how I lost all that weight off me. Because when I saw how my grandmother had gained all that weight, law, and she told me how she got sick, I was determined not to be like that. I didn't want that because I know I got her gene in my body. Mm. So my sister and them, they got this other gene from my mom. But or whatever, not try to take off. But you gotta have that, just like you gotta do all that. That's how it is with football. You gotta make sure these players are top qualified players. That's right. why they have training camp. But we haven't been able to have training camp, and I pray that we get to this year because that was a lot of effect on those kids' body. They didn't know how to cope with this thing. None of us do, because after COVID is gone, COVID has done stuff to people's body like mine. I end up having problem, other pro- body problems. So y'all don't know how this virus affects nobody's body if you haven't had it. 
So it takes all of that take care. Really and I'm going to hold other people can come in. Uh, you did a great job with that, and I really appreciate you, Jay. Uh, just stay in tip-top shape, and, um, and, and I'm always praying for you and your family. I know it's been a hard year last year for you and, and especially the loss of loved ones, and I, I'm here for you, and I really appreciate you for calling in. All right. Y'all have a great day. Yes, indeed. Good call from her. Yeah. All right, so um, – <clears throat> There's nowhere else to to really move at move at on that conversation. Uh, she always speak speaking with great passion and and love and adulations. I have the eight three two. You already know you're live. Talk to me. What's going on, Law? How you doing? Uh, it's your world, man. I'm just trying to live in it. Talk to me. I hear you. I hear you. Hey, Law. Um, I'm all in the greens. You know, um, we got to pay. We got to talk to Dak. You know, give him a little money, give him a little bread, but. I want your, you know, what point are you going to say, all right, you're asking for too much? <clears throat> what, what, what dollar mark do you say that, all right, we got to just stop there? You know what I'm saying? So, so are, are you looking at it? And, and this, I love the uh, the casual conversation about this. So, are you looking at it like he should go below his market value, or or he should not take the payment as a young quarterback? No, I, I mean, he, I believe. As a player, you need to get as much money as you can out the league. I mean, you don't have to take a discount for nobody. Right. If you want to do it, you know, that's on you, but you do it. But like you said, Marcus, you got to understand his value as well. He's coming off an injury. You know, the cap, the cap is going down this year. I think they said it's going to be at 175, 175 um, is going to be the cap for this year. You know, mm-hmm. it went down a little bit. And and the con- that that don't mean nothing to the contracts. You still got to pay out all that all that contract money, even though the cap went down. So I'm thinking there's going to be a lot of good players that are going to hit free agency because a lot of these teams are going to have to cut these players because they're not going to have they're going to be way over the cap. That's going to be. Do, do you believe at. that? Do you believe that the NFL they made nine billion dollars last year, right? That just I think the numbers is going to be uh, somewhere similar even this year, uh, close to around that that area nine billion. Do you think that they should look at it and say, okay, they absorb most of the cost of this, right? Or they got most yeah. of the money out of it. I've seen before where they remove the salary cap and these sorts of things. And uh, looking at the money that Dak Prescott was asking last year, maybe his representative and agent saw that they was going to add an extra game, right? An extra game plus uh, Amazon, they finna have their, their teeth into the thing. And yes, I ordered, I ordered something from Amazon. Said it will be here tomorrow. And I heard a knock on the door. I opened the door. The package was already here. I said, "Wait, wait, wait a minute. What tomorrow are they living in? That's how fast Amazon Amazon is moving." So I believe that it's that that streaming revenue, the dollar signs, it's gonna grow quickly. It's gonna grow. So I yeah. believe his representative and his agents were looking at it like, "Look, I know that you saying that my client deserves to have this." But according to what we can see, he at least should have that, you know. And, and that's why they put that offer out there. But nevertheless, I know that that's stuff that, that really is not going to be able to stick on a lot of people's mind. But I think that Dak Prescott is rightfully uh, ask, rightfully deserved the money that he's asking for, basically. So how, how, much, how, much is, is, how much do you say is too much? How much do I say is too much? Yeah. I thought I thought, believe it or not, I thought thirty million was too much, right? 
But by the Cowboys, by the Cowboys waiting too long, they got to pay what is rendering, what what is what oh, is yeah. what is value is at the market. So my thing is that's that's the, the choice and the decision that they decided to make, and now they got to pay the thirty nine million. I refused, or forty million, whatever it may be. I refused to look at this thing and say, "All right, cool. Let's just roll. Let's roll out a new, brand new quarterback into this system." How are you going to do that? Is, is it going to be via the draft? You trade up because we want too many games to get the, the quote unquote end all be all guy supposedly be out of this draft. Uh, we may, we may, we well, want to. You know, games, you, right? you know, teams are going to want to trade back. Some teams will want to trade back. Right. I mean, I, I ain't gonna pay him no more than forty. After forty, I think you, that there that's the limit because I mean, you still have to pay other players. I mean, you right. can't just have the quarterback out there with nobody else. I mean, it, it's not like we could cut a lot of these players because I was looking at the dead money. I mean, it's just too much of a cap hit to cut a lot of these players. Like Tyrone Smith, we can't cut him right now because the dead money is way too. It'll be more expensive to cut him than it is to keep him. Well, well, here, here's the thing. People do what they want to do, right? They value yeah. things like you're not going to go wash your neighbor car. If your car needed to be washed, you'll wash your own car. You're not going to sit there and say, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm taking care of the community by washing cars that's not belonging to me. The Cowboys decided to wash their neighbor car when they paid Jalen Smith, when they paid Lyle Collins. I don't think that Jalen nor Lyle Collins, and of course their contract is not that bad as far as uh, Lyle Collins, you need a right tackle. But I would look at the nature of the game from 2016 to present day. I think that Dak Prescott would have been more, more of a determined factor to pay him before you paid any of those two guys. And I think that a hard cut of a Tyrone Crawford would have been more valuable to do that opposed to keeping Tyrone Crawford as $10 million, right? And paying your yeah, right tackle. Cut, we cut him. Right, right. We should have cut him. I know it's hard to do that, but you should have cut him. That's $10, $10 million that you save. That's $10 million that'll go towards your quarterback. And you figure out a way to say, okay, Jalen, we love what you're doing. But from a perspective from 2016 to now, your impact is not that much different than what would not be that much of a difference if you're here or not. But Dak Prescott is. So I'm going to pay Dak Prescott opposed to paying all of these other guys. And the craziest thing of it all is that you can always circumvent the salary cap just like they did this year to create more cap space by moving money here to move money there like they did with their front five offensive line. I, I think we need to cut Jalen. I don't know if you caught, caught, caught the last interview he did at the end of the game where they asked him if he's going to be on the team next year. He couldn't answer that. I mean, if right. you ask me, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm, gonna be on the, I'm the leader of this team. He says he's the leader of the defense. I'm not going to be here. I'm going to be here. I'm going to be here ready to go. And I expect everybody else to be here ready to go. And if they have other plans, they have other plans. But I'm ready to go. I'm going to be ready to go. I mean, he gave some wishy-washy answer about watch the tape. I mean, the tape the tape ain't going to lie. The tape shows you missing a lot. You're running, you're running after a tackle. You, man, I don't know. He ain't playing good this year. He ain't. He ain't. So we gotta look at all. Look, that's the craziest thing. Uh, you play. You play dominoes, right? Yes, sir. Sometimes you think long, you think too wrong, right? Think long, you think wrong, right? Yeah. Jerry Jones, you're holding. Oh, you got 15 right here, but you're trying to you're trying to figure out what everybody else got, and you're trying to play defense, whatever you're trying to do. 
and you're looking at your hand like this. You ain't holding it like this. You're holding it like this. <laughs> you know how the yep. kids are, oh, you got them sitting down, and you're looking like that, and then you put your 10 out there, and you beating on your chest. 10! 10! You know? <laughs> you lock yep. yourself out of the game. Then you screwed. You screwed yourself. Screwed yourself. That's what the Cowboys did. That's what the Cowboys did. Waited too long. Waited too long, nope. man. Yep. And, and you had Big Bertha in your hand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You gotta get exactly. those. You gotta get those uh, doubles out first. Yeah, you gotta get them out your hand. Because <laughs> then they use. If you wait too long, they're useless. They're useless. See that 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 look. That's the best analogy. Dak Prescott was the double. You got to get it out your hand. You got to go ahead and get it out your hand before it come out, come back to bite you. And it did. Appreciate we'll, you. What else we'll you got for see. the show, man? No, nah, that's it. I appreciate you taking my call, man. You take it easy. Man, you as well, man. I really appreciate you for jumping in. Yeah, one more call, man. Y'all call in. I got the 817 here, man. You're live. 817, talk to me. Turn your radio down. Turn your radio down. Talk to me, 817. Hey, how you doing, Mr. Law? How you doing today? Man, it's your world, man. I'm just trying to live in it. I'm doing good. Already, already. Uh, what I have as a comment is uh, about the interior line. I mm-hmm. um, understand we need veterans, but we don't need veterans that are within that's been in the league for like eight or nine years. We need veterans that have been in the league for, I'd say, about three or four years. Then we need some new guys. So then you still got that hunger in you. You know what I'm right, saying? You still got a right, hunger. Right. You still got a hunger front uh, front line, but you also have the versatility to be able to uh, train them and get them football ready, get them acclimated to the team. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that this year our defense was just was just like really crazy because you implemented something new and no one had hands on training yet. Yeah, you're just like here. You read this, and by the time you read this, you get in. We know how to do it, but mm. you know you can't do that. You have to have if you're gonna try something new, you gotta be hands on. It's like right. I can tell you how to fix a car. I can tell you everything you need to do to change an alternator, but until you do it personally, right. it, it, you know it's, it's totally different. But uh, like I said, I would like to know what you think about the. I, I think we need somebody in the middle, just the clog mills. It ain't gotta be no just. Hell of a, you know, hell of a, hell of a, excuse my French, I'm sorry. No, no, you good, but then man. That, you good. But then that way, we're hit up our secondaries and our linebackers, you know, where we're where we're not as strong at. You know, one must build the foundation strongly before they start building on the house, you know. The craziest thing of it all is that when you look at your house or the communities, they don't just start building. They build downward. They dig it out all of the – the terrain and they make sure that the foundation is stable because if you don't have a solid foundation, if you have a weak one, your plumbing will be horrible. You know, the cabinet doors and your doors will always kind of be sticking or or they'll fly open. You know, you'll think it's a ghost in the house, but in actuality (laughs) it's your foundation is flawed. The Cowboys, it doesn't matter how you paint the house. It doesn't matter what you do with the, oh, I'm going to put a brand new door. I'm going to change out the plumbing. But if Mm -hmm. your foundation is bad, it looks good on the outside, right? We look good in 2018, but the foundation was bad. 
There was nobody yeah. to plug the middle. We had a guy named Reed, number 51, that was getting folded up like a wallet. We had guys like Antoine Woods, who was a good, solid piece, but couldn't stand the fight, couldn't live in the trenches for the full 60 reps, right? So right. our foundation was flawed. Everybody looked at the house and said, man, it's beautiful. We on our way. But the foundation was flawed. In order for us to get this thing right, we have to have that staple piece. But we just can't pick old parts to make sure that the foundation can be stable, stabilized. And that's what we did with Poe. And from what I'm hearing from the echoes of the Joneses is that they are thinking the same thing with McCoy. Those are old pieces. And I, McCoy might help. I've seen somebody wrote an article saying that McCoy helped out Navar Gallimore. But newsflash, we didn't see those rate of returns until week 10. True. That's a long True. time to sit there and give somebody credit who, who didn't get a chance to play at all for this team credit. So I, re, I refuse to give him credit for that. We got to, we got to dig deep, make sure the foundation is better, and build from the trenches or build from the inside out. We got to bring in somebody that's that's young, whereas you might not see that investment as it relates to 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 your skill set until probably week to year two, maybe. But it, I don't think that Tristan Hill nor Gallimore will be that guy that can just stuff the run. They're not known for that in college. You know, they they yeah. they guys to get upfield, get to the quarterback, and <laughs> decent against the run. But we need true run stuffers. Right. Yeah. Right. But uh, I'm. I'm I have a question is that why are we not evaluating our, uh, our linebackers or, or some of our people? Because I see Hitchens on on um, on KC is playing off the wall, but why are we pass on, on our evaluations of Hitchens over Smith? And Hitchens, to me, has a lot more skill set than Smith do. But I guess because, you know, branding it, it, and all. It, it goes back to my analogy. We buy new cabin doors, we buy new toilets, and we buy new kitchen sinks. And we're sitting like, okay, now it's going to work. We got rid of the old ones, and the other team's looking at it like, oh, we can use that because our evaluation stops because we didn't really evaluate the front four, that interior. Right. So that's why you look at a Hitchens or if you look at a Wilson or if you look at any of the guys that was on our team and we say, well, uh, we can do away with them. We bring in some new pieces, Jalen and LVE. They will flash for a second and everybody will have a parade. We'll pom-pom and cheerlead about their skill set. But then when it's getting down to the nit and gritty, when it's time for uh, 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 th those processes and those pieces to put into place, bam, we see that they can't stabilize and hold up. Sometimes you don't know whether or not your foundation is flawed until that storm come, till that rain come, when that heavy winds come. It looks good by itself when the weather is right. And that's what happened with those two evaluations there. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I appreciate your time. And I've always been a subscriber a long time. You know what I'm saying? Go Cowboy Nation. I know we're going to do bigger and better next this year. Coming up, 21. Let's go. Let's go get that Super Bowl, baby. <laughs> Already. Get, don't forget to get that 10 to get in. You heard me? 10 to get in. Oh, oh, oh. You already know. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, Thank hey, you I, told, I told my daughter. I can tell you this quick story. I told my daughter. I said, well, they said you got accepted to the uh, to, to the uh, to the uh, the school there. And she turned around. She said, yes, sir. I said, girl, you listen to me too much. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, congratulations on that as well. And this year, I both my boys are graduating college this year with their degrees. Man, that, that's so. a blessing, man. Oh, man, congratulations to you, fam. Uh, congratulations as well. Thank you very much, sir. Yes, indeed. That's a good one right there. <laughs> All right, he was the last caller of the day, man. I, I got to really do some things over here at the house. I really appreciate each and every last one of you all. Shout out to Miss Jackie. She's always part of the show as well, sending me all type of exclusive, exclusive stuff throughout the day. And I really appreciate you all. Seek you. Thank you for the He said the analogy's deep, man. I really appreciate you. For those who did a little carpentry work or been in the house, they, they, they know that, man, that foundation got to be solid, you know. You know, <laughs> and even biblically, you know, one must count the cost before they build the house. So you have to look at everything. I don't think that the Cowboys really stay true to certain philosophies and counting the cost and figuring out, OK, OK, if we pay Dak Prescott this money, what will it be in relation to the total team compared to if we pay Ezekiel Elliott that money? Right. They didn't do the analysis, basically. You're supposed to always do analysis. You would think that of a billion-dollar corporation, as much money that they make, that they would do the proper evaluations and analysis of why, who to pay and when to pay and who to really let go, cut your costs. That's, that's one of the hardest things to do in business It's cutting your costs, all right? Absorb some of your losses and then go back in and, okay, and say, okay, I'm going to bring this person out. I'm going to bring that person out. Oh, I'm going to elevate this person now because I know for sure I don't want progress stoppers because I got to elevate this person. They got enough. If, if they got enough what they can get out of a McCoy. If it were to help, help elevate, help elevate Gallimore and you had the clause in the contract and it saved you by having that particular clause, which was good. But you don't go back into it and say, I'm going to bring this guy. There's a long in the tooth that I already escaped the big blow to bring him back in to hurt the team even more because whatever he told Gallimore, that is what we need. So we need to build off of that opposed to bringing back in somebody that's 33 years old. That's just my thought. I could be a million percent wrong, but the Cowboys has been known to do that. Nothing wrong with Jason Witten. I heard that he's about to be a coach. Nothing wrong with him. But they held on to him for so long, didn't get nothing in return out of it. Didn't get nothing in return out of it. Then who developed after Jason Witten? Nobody. Nobody Nobody can say, well, I took my game to higher levels because of Jason Witten. Because he was there getting all of the spotlight and the glory. And I, that's, 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 that's the story of a different day. But you guys get what I'm saying. Really appreciate everybody for tuning in. That's all the time that I have for this moment. If you like this channel, hit that like button, share this content. Let your friend, neighbor, foe know where to go when they want to tune in to Cowboys Sports Talk and Beyond. Remember, defense is important because this is my only battle cry for defense. It's important because it shortens the field for your offense. You got a dynamic, explosive offense. You play the position of the field. You get turnovers and takeaways. Do not look at the aspect, the aspect of the defense being top 10 or top 5 in order to win. No, look at it like do you have people that's hungry, defense, travel. Can you get the necessary turnover and takeaway when it's needed, right? You guys know when I'm talking like this, I'm just looking for my breakaway music. But I, I really appreciate everybody, man. Don't forget to hit that like button. It does something weird to the algorithm. 
algorithm. And if you on, if you on my uh, Facebook, man, just share it, share the content, let people know, hey, I got this guy. He talked cowboy sports talk. You know, he, he, he's a little rough around the edges, but just just sit back, watch his show, man. It's good stuff, man. Uh, I, I want you guys to come away with learning something and picking away, tick, taking away things that I went through my, with my life and bringing it back to your family and helping out your family. And I do that in return. I read your comments and I pick up things that you guys exemplify and exhibit and exude. Cowboy Nation, I need to see that fire. If you want a thing bad enough to go out there and fight for it, to work day and night for it, to give up your time and your peace and your sleep for it, if all of your desires of it makes you quite mad enough that you don't get tired of it, and it makes you hold all other things tardy and cheap for it, if life itself seems empty and useless without it, and all that you scheme and dream is about it, if you'll gladly go out there and sweat for it, fret for it, plan for it, and lose all terror of God or man for it, if you will simply, oh, just simply go out there the thing you want with all of your capacity, strength, and scorgacity, with faith, hope, and confidence, Stern personality. If neither cold, poverty, or famish, or fame, or sickness, or body, or brain can turn you away from the thing you want. If dogged and grim and besieged and beset it with the help of Almighty Cowboy Nation, everybody that's in the chat box, you can get it. Don't just apply this to football, but apply to everything that you do in life. I'm telling you, somebody right now gonna get a call that they never thought that they would get, and it was gonna be on a Monday, and it's gonna be a job. I'm telling you, somebody right now is gonna walk into an opportunity that they can't turn back. And it's going to be on a Wednesday. But guess what? By them preparing their mind to this thing, they're going to be prepared for the opportunity because I say this all the time. It's better to be prepared for an opportunity and not have one than to have the opportunity and not be prepared. So they're going to be ready. They're going to be looking at this thing saying, man, I just turned on this dog on YouTube channel. I met this guy named Law Nation. He said, man, just be ready for the opportunity because when the end comes for me, I would rather have it finding me conquering a new mountain, not sliding down an old one, right? So this guy got me prepared. I'm ready. My name is not Eddie, but I'm ready. I'm on this thing, right? I want you guys to have that type of mindset. And that's how this team should be when they get around to the free agency, when they get around to the draft. We're going to be prepared. Let's be prepared. Jerry Wayne, put the Johnny Walker blue down. Let's get prepared. Let's go. Let's go. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to young Wilson. Let's go. We out. Peace. Turn me up. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. We out. Much love. One love. Appreciate y'all. Let's go. You're listening to nothing but...